Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris. We're down on the beach, <coughs> and it's a gorgeous Sunday. Really beautiful. Uh, we got up at 5 a.m. Uh, lost the time for a big bike ride again. <coughs> and I shirked it. Uh, I was supposed to go, but I was just too damn tired. Uh, we had a disrupted night, and uh, I'd done a big bike ride on Saturday, so I sort of put two and two together and thought, nah, uh, not today. So, rightly or wrongly, here I am on the beach going for a swim. So, uh, well, a couple of things that were really fun yesterday, and I thought I'd talk about them. One, uh, we, Loth and I, went to uh, Bronte Beach, where Lottie uh, swam 130 laps, would you believe, of the Bronte Pool, which is, I think, 30 metres long, for a charity. My job was to film it. Well, it was interesting. Uh, not the most exciting thing to, for me to be doing, standing there filming someone swimming 130 laps, so I tried to make it a little more interesting than that and focus a little bit on the work I do, sharing the beauty of Bronte with the world because we did it live on Instagram and what an amazing science that is. You take your phone anywhere in the world, plug it in uh, to the internet, just connect and film away. And uh, she had so many people log in all over the planet, especially Holland of course, she was helping her her friend, uh, Olympic gold medalist, uh, who uh, I think last medal he won was for gold medal was for open water ocean swimming in the Olympic Games. Anyway, he was raising money for charity for his for his charity for uh, cancer research. And he is a cancer survivor and so it's, it was beautiful and uh, donating time and energy to that cause was um, quite fulfilling so we walked down there in the heat of the evening and then walked back in the cool of it uh, but what was funny for me to watch the whole time while she was swimming is the hundreds of kids and people and Indian guys trying to learn how to swim who just swam right in front of her and how beautiful it was to watch her just totally aware of her surroundings just stop and she never ran into anybody although there was a probably about a thousand opportunities for it um it was all over in an hour and uh yeah it was sort of different and fun and in contrast to when we got back and eventually had dinner and went to bed, our neighbours decided when they got home from the pub, whatever time that was, to sit on their front balcony and scream and shout. Now we've got lots of neighbours in our little collective part of the street and it seems every Saturday night they take it in turns to be stupid and it's, it's sort of understandable, everybody's got to have a little bit of fun on their balcony but 
there's a point where it becomes consciously disruptive, consciously anti, anti-social, anti-community. The benefit of that is, of course, it forces you to value your community, but it also forces you to be disciplined around your sleep and how you did it and how you don't. I just moved to another room, made a bed and went back to sleep. I thought of calling the police, but I thought, geez, those poor buggers have got enough to do. So, staying cool, uh, in spite of disruption, I think that's part of what inner wealth teaches, isn't it? See the two sides of things, stay cool, in spite of disruption. So, I guess that's a little thought for the day, and it was also, for me, really nice yesterday to do something that was not involved in me. It was doing something for raising a global charity. I, I think all this leads to a little thought, which is the size of your questions determines the size of your life quality of your questions, the size of your questions determines the quality of your life. So, I don't often donate my time voluntarily to charities, but I do if they're a global charity. So, that might sound a bit weird, but I do believe, think global, act global. I do believe there is a benefit to thinking community, acting community. I do believe that the the end result of self-awareness, self-development, is there's a sense that we can be ourselves and not have that based on a stand, but rather than based on a giving. And the influence. And the only influence for my clients that I'm interested in is global influence. I know when we go local, sometimes it feels more powerful that influencing our children or influencing our spouse or influencing ourselves, but it's not. <laughs> quality of the questions determines the quality of your life. It's one thing that it's pretty important when you come into a coaching session is to have a series of questions you want to answer and make sure you leave with the answers. Quality of the questions determines the quality of your life. The size of your questions determines the size of your life. If you're asking, how can I clean my toenails or fingernails? That in itself determines, is a question, that determines the quality of the answer and the quality of your life and the size of your life. That might be even worthwhile in your journals, in your thinking today and in your preparation for your coaching sessions this week to think of the quality of the questions you're about to ask, whether they're local or global. Just make sure you get the answers that you're looking for.
Okay, so we're setting up here on Bondi Beach for nippers. There's going to be thousands of little kids getting sunburned today, so having fun. It's going to be just a beautiful, beautiful morning. We've got a race of some sort on too. We've got a laying down the mat, so it's a swim race, putting out the buoys. Okay. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.